Welcome to the Wise Men Say podcast, a preview podcast with no midweek game to look back on. I don't know where I am with this. I'm so discombobulated. I'm Rory Fallow, but keeping me on track as ever is Matthew Keelan. Good evening. How are we? I'm feeling refreshed, Matthew, after a midweek with no Sunderland. I'm raring to go, all the usual cliches. How's, how's your midweek game, midweek game, midweek been without no Sunderland match to distract you? Um, boring, isn't it, really? Just international <laughs> football this week. Um, get to watch Connor Matt, though. True. Yeah, true. Who, who are they playing against, actually, Northern Ireland? Because we know I that he... I think it... Is it not Italy? Oh, well, he can put some more. Who's he going to have in his back pocket this time? Because he had Erling Haaland in his back pocket earlier in the season. so To the point where he was substituted. Yeah, exactly. He saw him off, literally saw him off the pitch. So (laughs) Off you uh, go. So Italy are going to be quaking in their boots. And speaking of Italy, not too far away from Italy, we have Tom Walsh. (laughs) I mean, as segues go, that was impeccable. Well, Austria, the Alps, the Alps going to Italy, I think, don't they? Yes. I mean, yeah, but you've just like named a European country and then said, here's well, a European country. <laughs> well, but objectively, Tom, out of all of all four of us, because we're also joined by Craig Clark as well, out of Sunderland and South Shields, the respective locations where we're recording from, mm. but you're recording from Vienna, which is closer to Italy. Correct. Well done. <laughs> Good geography there. It is. <laughs> I mean, that is a fact. <laughs> and I can't, I can't talking- dispute that. You can't, Tom, you can't. And we're also joined by someone who's been to Italy as well. I know that for a fact. Craig Clark. <laughs> I mean, I have indeed been to Italy. Fantastic. In <laughs> fact, I would say at least three of us in this call have been to Italy. Yeah, yeah. Um, I went to Pompeii when I was a kid as well. So yeah, uh, we're all been, yeah we've all been to Italy. Like, we're all going to Italy. We like, all live yeah, in a Conor Mac world. <laughs> Oh, if only, if only. Um, is it good for us to have had this midweek off, lads? Do we think is it came at the right time now that the dust has settled on that Lincoln result? Um, lads looked a bit leggy and that, didn't they? So has this has this came at quite a good time? Yeah, I'd say so. As you said, they were out on the feet towards the end of that Lincoln game. Um, and this Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday, Wednesday kind of um, like rotation I mean, it's good to have a, it's good to have a week off. Not just for the players, for us as well. There's, there's only so many streams I can watch. So, yeah, I mean, the I, I am. I'm with Matthew. It does leave a, a vacant hole in the in the midweek. Although we did have, of course, the joys of watching Sky Sports News last night and waiting for like Blackpool to score multiple goals. Yes. Um, but yeah, I agree with Tom. I think we've probably needed a chance for Johnson to just get them together on the training pitch. We've got a couple of injuries and it might give a couple of players an opportunity. I don't know how close they are, but maybe it's going to give one or two a chance to to come back this weekend if we're lucky. Yeah, hopefully. Um, and well, you mentioned it, Craig, we didn't play this midweek, but Peterborough did 3-1 loss to Blackpool with Agent Elliot Embleton assisting the third goal there as well. <laughs> and with that as well, with us obviously still two points behind Peterborough now, we now have a game in hand on them as well as having the two games in hand on Hull. But I don't know what you think, Matt. It doesn't half make that point against Lincoln look all the better now, doesn't it? Yeah, um, I think I, don't, I wasn't too disappointed after the game in itself, to be honest. Um, but I think that was this was always a game that kind of was going to turn it into a, into a good or, or a, not a bad point, but a, 
a less good point. And I think looking forward to obviously we've got Peterborough to play, um, that makes a draw there look good. Like if we can go to Peterborough and not lose, that turns that into like a great result, providing obviously we don't mess it the games in hand up like we've done before. Um, which to be fair at the minute we don't look like doing. So I think yeah, I think like no one was massively down after the Lincoln game, but I think everyone's looking back now and going yeah. I mean, if we'd have won that game, God. Well, yeah, how, how diff- well, even more positive would the picture be looking now? Um, is anyone, Craig, Tom, anyone feeling maybe a bit what if because of Peter dropping those points? Or are we all kind of echoing the sentiment of, look, we're, we're solid, we're not losing games, but one of our promotion rivals, whilst they're not in free fall because they're still holding on to that second place, they're certainly wobbling at the moment, aren't they? Uh, yeah, they are wobbling, but I think Gareth pointed out on the Monday show if it's bec- we've been on such a such a tear of late that we're going to eventually drop some points, and and yeah, it would have been nice if we would have won, uh, even taken into last night into consideration. But yeah, I'm still I'm still quite I was still quite content with that. I think we're still in a very good place. With it's really like promotion now is in our hands. We've got these games in hand and we've got to play both Peterborough and Hull. So, yeah, you just take the point from Lincoln and we move on to what should be, well, it's a relatively not as difficult task on Saturday. I say, like, touch wood. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to actually, when it comes on to predictions, this is going to, I'm just going to show myself up really with that. It's interesting. Just a, I'll follow up the uh, the stuff you were saying there, Tom, and mention of the Monday show. I think we're comparing apples and oranges a bit when saying, oh, well, you know, a point against Lincoln, we're much happier than that than they would be with a point against Rochdale. But let's not forget, we didn't win at Rochdale either. And also didn't, who, who were playing Shrewsbury and drop points. Yeah, but of we course, we've been beat. Exactly. So you, if you're comparing result to result, I think you could paint a slightly less positive picture if you wanted to. But as you've said, Rory and Matt, the fact that Peterborough have then like lost on Tuesday, rather than thinking, oh, we've got a game in hand and we've we've been here before, I look at the quality of the division and I look at Peterborough's track record in this division of going on runs. Talk about streaky, we were talking about Johnson and, and his history of being streaky. Well, I think Peterborough might be the streakiest club in, in League One. Yeah, and they are currently going through a bit of a rough streak. And when we'll come on to the predictions, like Tom said, I've I've kind of gone heavy on them capitulating. To be honest, I, I don't. I'm I'm thinking. I actually think Lincoln and Blackpool could be as much of a threat as Peterborough at this point. Yeah, potentially. Um, yeah, we should have trailed that actually at the start of the pod. That's some poor admin from me. Gareth thought it was going to be fuming. And um, that's going to make <laughs> up the second half of the pod. We've got our predictions for ourselves, Hull and Peterborough, how we're going to finish this season. That's going to make up the second half of the pod. But with Peterborough as well, you're right, Craig, they are very streaky. And they're kind of like, remember what Derby used to be like in the championship, going along quite well. And then they'd manage to finish about in the Matthew Keelan favourite position <laughs> of eighth come the end of the season. And... I've been forever jealous. Of... <laughs> <laughs> they, did the, they did it in the championship, though, like Matthew Fair, Darby. Oh, that's Peter, the dream. Sometimes ah. make, the, make the playoffs. But it's the manner Peterborough are dropping points. They've conceded six goals in the last two games. Now, compare that to us. 
we keep the most clean sheets. I saw a stat earlier saying we've conceded the least goals per game in the division. And we've done that for large periods with a patched up defence. Granted, I don't know what Peterborough's made up of, but throwing away that 2-0 lead like they did against Rochdale and then capitulating against Blackpool, losing that 3-1 after you know pulling level on half-time as well. You may be going in, you would think, with a bit of confidence boost, and then it was, I think it was 2-1 straight after the restart, wasn't it? So it is yeah. very, it's mirroring that, isn't it? It's going to put the jitters in them as well, knowing that they're, they're struggling to keep clean sheets where they see, they see us not really conceding many goals. And if, well, if they're conceding, well, past two games, six goals, it's... It's going to send, it's going to make them nervous even when they go ahead. That it's like, well, we might not hold on to this. Which so, is what we were like first season down here to yeah, an extent. Although we weren't in their position, we were challenging still more mm. for those automatic places. But it is very much what happened to us. Yeah, but and yeah, I agree. And they'll, hopefully the jitters are setting in to, Peter, to Peterborough. And as we've said, they, are, they do love bottling it at this time of the season. So <laughs> hopefully that continues. But if they bottle it, these teams coming up on the rails that might see this opportunity, Blackpool, for example, mm-hmm. they're quietly going about the business in the playoffs now. When I just assumed they were seventeenth. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, as you naturally would. But um, I think what you say there is is it's it's true. We're, I mean, Blackpool are a team we've got to play twice, and they that's going to be challenging because. They're solid. When you talk about teams not conceding goals, they're one of those teams. They're miserly. Peterborough, for the concede a lot, they do tend to score quite a lot of goals. Mm-hmm. And obviously they didn't last night. Uh, our friend Gareth Ainsworth was covering the game on uh, Gillette Soccer Special. And he uh, was pretty terrible at his job. But in a <laughs> did, did he not play like, a song or something? Oh, well, uh, well, yeah, I mean, Matt, I don't know. We could, we could discuss the comparison between his managerial capabilities. Of course, he took advantage of Peterborough on the points per game thing last season when Wigan undeservedly got promoted and Peterborough, like us, were consigned to the dustbin. But anyways, he was struggling to describe things that were actually being shown (laughs) on the screen to us, the audience. He did mention mention, uh, that Blackpool had comprehensively outplayed Peterborough um, in the first half and Peterborough were lucky to be level. And Peterborough only really got going when they started launching it long towards mm-hmm. the end, which isn't really the way Peterborough like to play their football. No. And it sounded like basically Blackpool just outdid them at their own game. They pressed them all over. They got at them, which makes the way he was describing Blackpool's performance really made me think the games against them that we've got to come could be quite entertaining ones. Yeah, Blackpool were um, heavily tipped at the beginning of the season, though. Um, if you remember, they were quite fancied mm, by were, a lot of yeah, people. Who's the manager there? I'm not Pre- sure. I forgot. Actually, from Liverpool, he was that. Yes. All oh, right. Okay. So was Grayson there at the start of the season? Another one of our friends, or was he there gone last season? I can't remember when he yeah, was. I can't remember. If he all had, like, the seasons are all weird, the aren't they? Yeah. yeah. Because of the break in the middle of last season, it's a bit confusing who started where. But I do remember, Matt. You're right. They were they were tipped to do well, and they do have a handy looking squad for what I know of the division, which consistently, despite this being our third season, is still not <laughs> still very much. <laughs> but Arguably obviously, worse. they're doing the classic. Um, yeah, probably is worse, actually. They're doing the classics. They did what Charlton did when they 
they've charged up the table late and they're making the run at the right time. So if we were to find ourselves in the playoffs, it's a team like them and say Lincoln were to have a, a resurgence and not go up automatically. And we've seen how handy they can be. They're the teams you'd want to avoid, I think, in a playoff situation this season yeah. based on the runs at the minute. Yeah, because we, and it's going to be interesting because with Black, like we haven't played them yet, which is bizarre mm-hmm. to get to mm-hmm. late March when you've only got 11 games left because this season's been so all over the place with us stopping for COVID and games rearranged and such. So we're going to play these twice in this final run, which could could be, like you say, very unfortunate. Whereas if we did end up in the playoffs against, say, Doncaster, who are currently fifth, you know, we should have beat them away. We turned them over at home. Lincoln, we've drawn with them twice and then beaten them. Also, I'm including the Pat John semi-final mm-hmm. and that beat them on penalties. Charlton, the nil-nil draw with Portsmouth, if they stuck in, stuck it snuck in, we got a win over them recently. So what about He's- Ipswich as well? Because they've got obviously a change of manager. I don't think they look particularly great, but remember how we started under Johnson and some of our criticisms. Give Paul Cook a bit of time. He maybe hasn't got the squad he would like, but he's he's got teams out of this division before. And if they made a, a late push, say the last seven or eight games went on a, you know, five or six games won. Well, they're only two you'd points want to avoid off. them. They're only yeah, two you'd points want to avoid and- them. As a Gillingham as well, actually, who are yeah, really oh awkward. I know we beat them away, yeah. but that game against them at home was so like just awkward, wasn't it? And, yeah. and they got the equaliser just by doing simple, simple long ball, which we couldn't deal with. Obviously, we, we've improved since then, so you'd hope that we would be able to, but hopefully we're not going to be in that situation at all. We're going to be <laughs> in the top two. Well, Gillingham are a good team. It's like I wouldn't be surprised if they're they're hovering around the base of the playoffs because they just beat everyone who's like fair or any, any form of run. They just beat them. And I also we mentioned the teams there. I still wouldn't discount Portsmouth because new manager, the, it looked yeah. like it was going on stale under Sackett. And so, like, <laughs> and so like new impetus and it's like, they could go on a run again because it is Portsmouth. I think they are mm-hmm. better than what their league position shows, even though, though they are a pathetic club. Um, <laughs> so again, I wouldn't rule them out of making a charge. It's it's all a bit up in the air still. It is, and this is like a kind of even though we're saying it's like good for the players to get a rest. This is when you do kind of as a fan want a game all the time, don't you? Because every game's got something riding on it, especially in you know the not just in League One but same in Championship and League Two. It, it's always so tight within the the top ten, so it is exciting. There's always that movement or, or chance for there to be loads of movement, um, even though there wasn't on Saturday and everything pretty much stayed as it was. Waste of time on Saturday. <laughs> yeah, as you said, it might as well have not have happened, I think you said on the reaction. Yeah, well, well, I did, yeah. Well, it was just a complete waste of time. Wasted everybody's time. Although if you're Blackpool and looking at that, you probably, you know, maybe they're thinking, I know we're like digressing a bit, but this is, this is kind of where we're at in the season. Like, they're probably looking at that thinking, well, the top four all drew. Is there a you know a chance for them yeah, to push into, push into them. that? Even top end of the playoffs would be you know keeping that momentum up, wouldn't it? Um, Isn't this but, what Charlton did um, yeah. when they beat us yeah, in the playoff yeah. final? Didn't they sort of do this with like nowhere, and then all of a sudden second? Like, what? Yeah. That was exactly <laughs> yeah. That was they exactly the- my thinking that they that Blackpool looked like that team, but it could easily be as you've said Portsmouth or Ipswich if they suddenly get a run together, they could become that team as well. I think there's enough games left 
for another team to emerge on a run where they go unbeaten for seven or eight and they've got the momentum going into the yeah. playoffs. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. Basically, we just want to avoid the playoffs. Well, yeah, I can't be bothered with it. I think if we get into <laughs> the playoffs... we will when we finish eighth. <laughs> <laughs> I think if we do end up in the playoffs, I don't think we'll go up because it's one of those hangovers where you've been pushing we've got to a point now we've been on such a good run where automatic is now the goal yeah. and if you end up in the playoffs it's always that kind of ugh, like oh, do you not think these... there's a bit of a better stronger mentality at the minute though getting the Wembley hoodoo off the <laughs> off the back as well maybe. it's a reset but, though isn't it like it's a complete be, reset yeah I reckon it'd be such a disappointment not to get into the top two that the playoffs would be maybe a bridge too far and yeah we beat the Wembley hoodoo in the Papa John's, but it's like the playoff hoodoo as well. We never, mm. we never emerge from the playoffs victorious, and we can't have win at Wembley twice in like. In <laughs> no, but it would be very typical for us to win yeah, at yeah. Wembley twice when we're not <laughs> no there. 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 <laughs> and then not not again for another like fifty years. <laughs> well, I think the other thing to note would be unless we have a slump for the next three or four games and then come back resurgent and just miss out, despite going into the playoffs on good form the likelihood is we'd be one of those teams which we've been in the past. Like you've said, Tom, not only is it the psychology of just missing out, which we experienced in the 4-4 final against Charlton, it'll be a repeat probably of the Ross season where we just limped into the playoffs. And although we did have a lot of resilience to overcome Portsmouth in the playoffs, ultimately we weren't a very good team at that point and our season looked done. And in the end... The final, we didn't. We just didn't really turn up against Charlton, no. did we? Yeah, it took it all out of us that that Portsmouth game, didn't it? That was like all we had left. Looking back, on pretty it, much. One, I fear one. that would be if if we end up in the playoffs, it would be a mirror image of that because this we'd at this point. I feel like they end up in the playoffs, we'd have to really fuck it up because we're in yeah. a really strong position. Yeah, and especially like you know we're on about we've got like Blackpool might be a tricky game, Charlton. And the said the lad said this on on Monday as well. It is still very much in our own hands, not just because Absolutely. of the games games in hand, but because we have to play Hull, because we have to play Peterborough as well. And this, there is still some kinder fixtures in there yeah. as well. The last two games, Plymouth are shocking at the moment. I know, like we we lost to them <laughs> earlier, but they're they're mm. bottom of the of the current form table. Northampton, we should be turning over on the last day. And this weekend, lads, as we say, hello once again to Joey Barton, a manager Hooray! who... Another one all, of our friends. Another one of our <laughs> friends, Craig. But one of our friends who never lets us win, unfortunately, as we always fail mm. to beat his Fleetwood Town side. But his Bristol Rovers side, since he took over, he's been in charge for nine games, then they've only won Two. His first game was a 2-1 defeat to Wigan, which they lost in stoppage time. Uh, lost 1-0 to Lovely. Swindon in midweek. And hmm. the previous two games before that, they lost to the aforementioned terrible Plymouth and Charlton. So if you are going to break into the top two, lads, these are the cliched games that you have to be winning and probably yeah. winning comfortably. I'm sure Joey Barton will have them up for it. He'll be wanting to make a petty little point, which, you know, I've kind of got to respect that a, a little bit um, to an extent. But it's, you know, after a week off, so to speak, as well of getting them on the training pitch, maybe the players having a couple of days off in there as well, coming back refreshed, maybe some fresher, the injury problems will have freshened up a little bit as well. 
you've got to look. It's, it's, it's just got to be three points, hasn't it? I'll, yeah, I'll like, say, sorry. Oh, sorry, go on, Matt. No, no, I was just going to say, like, he always had the, you know, he probably will have them up for it. He will have them fired up and like he did with his Fleetwood side, who always used to beat us. But they were, like, his Fleetwood side were quite good. Um, Bristol Rovers aren't. Um, so it really should, he can get them up as much as he likes. We shouldn't be slipping up here. See, I've got a bad feeling about this game. I think this, <laughs> this is a game. All right, yeah. I think this is a game that we might slip up in. Uh, but I'll, I'll say, I'll say this now: if we beat Bristol Rovers on Saturday, we'll win the league. Not just of that game, but this is—it's against a terrible team, one we should win. And I've got a feeling, just because it's him, that it's going to be one of those where, like, they do ev—they just do everything not to lose. Um, yeah, so if we win that, I think... Well, I'm going to say it now. We'll win the league if we beat Bristol Rovers. What a depressing a mi- a mi- Well, I was going to say a mixture of pessimism and optimism <laughs> there from you, Tom, which I admire deeply. Yep. Um, I, I, I mean, you look at them, there's nothing about their record or their league position or their form. They've lost what... Was it Was it you saying this last night, Matt? They've lost five... Or was it on the TV, maybe? Five of their eight games under Barton have yeah, lost. Yeah, it was on Sky Sports News, I think they were saying. Right, so I know exactly what you're saying, Tom, but I, I do feel like this Sunderland team isn't that Sunderland team. Um, and they, and this isn't Barton's Fleetwood, like you said, Matt. It's a, it's a poorer side. I mean, we did drop points against them at the beginning of the season, of course, but we've stopped dropping points against really shit teams. So I don't know. I don't... I don't know a lot about Bristol Rovers. Um, We've got Jack I, Baldwin. I, really? <laughs> well, there, there we go. Does that change your mind, Tom? <laughs> <laughs> it's great to hear his name. Jack Baldwin <laughs> went on to score in the 90th minute. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> An overhead kick. <laughs> oh, well, I'd, I'd be fine with it. You'd have to just say fair play. Oh, yeah. Ha- like, fair play. <laughs> yeah. <he> does that. <laughs> Shake and Joey Barton's hand. <laughs> well, there you know. After Joey, all, you've done. done it again. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I got uh, mad Lead well. You son of a bitch, bitch, you've done it again. <laughs> <laughs> let's stop talking about Joey Barton and talk about what Lee Johnson has got at his disposal for this. Um, no Conor Mack, as we mentioned at the top of the pod. So... With maybe the possibility of Bailey Wright being fully fit, maybe Tom Flanagan. Um, obviously, we haven't heard an injury update from Johnson yet when we're recording this, recording this on Wednesday night. We did say last week they were maybe a week away, so that could freshen things up and you potentially put Luke or nine to right back. But I think he's going to be reluctant to do that. Johnson going off what he said so far, that he's never seen him play right back, how much he's liked him at centre-half. I know he made the mistake for the goal at the weekend against Lincoln. By the way, that wasn't his only mistake in the game. He no, did not have a Well, he's, 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 he's been poor for, for two. He wasn't great against Akron, if, if we're being no, fair. He but he'd, he'd, been, he'd been outstanding before that. But I think he'll look to keep as much of it together as possible. And I think we'll see, even if Wright maybe could start the game off, Flanagan, I think he'll go just power in at right yeah. back is what I'm expecting. Does anyone agree, disagree? Uh, yeah, I don't think there'll be much surgery on the uh, the back four if he can help it. If he is um, a centre half available, I think he'll they'll slot in. But I can't see like power being shifted away from right back or anything of that ilk. I would, I would agree. I think it'll just be the 
what you said, Rory. And he, or if he does have, I actually think if he does have a centre back fit, it'll be power at right back rather than 09. And I think yeah. the reason for that is the ball mm-hmm. he put in for McFadzian's goal. He likes him on that yes. right hand side. True. And I think against the team, like we've just been saying, Bristol Rovers, you know what? If 09 centre back, I'm not too concerned. If power's right back and 09's in midfield, I'm not too concerned. Uh, defensively, we should be fine. Yeah, that's actually that's a, that's a good point. If all nine can get freed from centre half, but you've got to put power at right back, get him in that that's midfield. Fine. Yeah, that's yeah, fine as well. You're probably looking at what him led bitter Winch in that scenario, him led bitter and yeah. Winchester, which as a midfield three, it should be enough, shouldn't it, Matt? Obviously, with with Carl at the heart of it, you would have thought. <laughs> well, you're lucky to have him in the middle there. Um, <laughs> that, I mean, that, no, that 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 midfield should be. Absolutely fine. There shouldn't be any issues there. And I agree. Um, keep power, put power right back. I think he's been largely fine. Um, and Winchester's been, all jokes aside, it's like he's been great. He's, yeah. he's been absolutely like, excellent since he came in. And it was a bit stop-start for him, but he's proven really what, well, certainly what I knew when, when <laughs> we signed him, that... Um, you well, know. you know when everyone talks about like how Gareth Bale hasn't got going on this on his return to Spurs, saying, "Well, he just needs to play football. He just needs a run of games." And there's many comparisons you can make with Carl Winchester and Gareth Bale, but this is yet another one. <laughs> he just needed that run of games, didn't he, Matthew? He did. He he just a player like him. Just you can't expect someone to come and immediately, um, <laughs> immediately show what he's capable of, especially when we we all know what he is capable of and. I just yeah, I'm just pleased that he's he's finally shown the rest of the fan base what what he's all about, and again just enjoy him while he's here because <laughs> <laughs> repaying your loyalty. I mean, uh, the I think he did okay on the weekend, uh, Winchester, and and obviously subbed him off. That was actually when things started to go wrong for us. Well, which was interesting. Naturally, again, that, naturally. It would do because you know I don't really need to say anything. It's arguably not but, fair on Josh Scorn, isn't it, Matthew? To, yeah. to have to like well, fill those come boots. on, having to come on to, to fill those boots. I, I, I'm sort of lost for words now, really, with with Carly. <laughs> he just continues to to amaze, even amaze even me with his uh, yeah. with his influence and impact on these games. <laughs> Sound just, like I'm being sarcastic, don't I? I'm not. I love yeah. Colin Chester. He has been. He has been. So I do. <laughs> yes, so he does. I, uh, brief, uh, just before we start the Carl Winchester pod, I would say that this. Before? I think this. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I know. I say this away game is the one. This very few games I've like wish I was going to, oh. but this one I wish I was going to. Like That's end of time. like springtime in Bristol. Bristol's great as well. Sun- Sunderland on a promotion charge, like full weekend down there. An uncovered by- terrace as yes. well for the away end. Well, unless you're in the seats, I guess. But for the majority, for the lads, for the real lads, uh, drinking cider in that boat on the on the front <laughs> oh, oh the thecla the felt what something like yeah, that it's uh, is that the one that's at a gig Thecla. venue as well yeah the, it's called uh, the boat's called the apple oh. because you can get their uh, bristolian cider there which is like rocket fuel 
but yeah, yeah I wish not much I of wish a cider guy for that reason. Yeah, but oh, it is it is fantastic. Um, last time I was there, saw Charlie Methven in a pub. Different times, different times, different times indeed. Hello, <laughs> you were pint, Rory. <laughs> no, I bought, I bought him one. Obviously, no, I didn't. Did actually, for the record, I've never bought Charlie Methven a pint. Um, I think he still owes you one. Actually, doesn't he matter? <laughs> he owes me two pints. Um, two. Not two. You bought him two. You turncoat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know this was the good I, old days. What can, what can I say? Oh, well, um, <laughs> um, I don't know what I was going to say. Now I've been. Did you buy him a pint, Craig? <laughs> I don't know if I did. You know, I don't think I did. I think I. I think I have. Oh no, I did. I did buy him one in, oh, in no. places. I was going to say, did you did you buy him one at that time we saw him at Portsmouth, Craig? I didn't. No, didn't other people I think were getting them in. Potentially, Tony Davison was getting the round in. Yeah. I think we were just getting them for each other. Laurie, we were, yeah, we were on we our were own round. On, weren't we? Pathetic, <laughs> yeah. absolutely pathetic. So everyone on this pod has bought Charlie Methven a pint, apart from me. No, no, I haven't. Me and Matthew love. Me and Matthew love him. So like, obviously, yeah. natural, we would buy him a pint. He's a hero. <laughs> Cheers to Charlie Methven, eh? <laughs> well, we wouldn't be where we are now if it wasn't <laughs> Charlie Methven. Let's put it that way. Enjoy the club we, around. Yeah. <laughs> um, quickly before he we certainly move enjoyed on. the pints. <laughs> well, he did indeed. Uh, before we move on to the break into our end of season predictions, um, just looking at the forward line, um, John Jones potentially going to be fit again. He was apparently out for two weeks. If fit, he would come in for Lyndon Gooch for me. My Gooch hasn't been. I know he got the goal at Wembley, but he's, he's been poor. He wasn't good in that game, to be fair. He wasn't. For having a lovely finish. I tell you what's uh, more important though than Jones coming back. It's it's the effect of not having a strike partner for Wyke. He yeah. isn't he isn't a lone striker. I'm sorry, but he's incredibly ineffective. But he's it's been effective with I would say McGeady and Jones because they're the best suppliers yeah. for him. When O'Brien's in the team, it makes oh, a yeah, huge true. difference. He was there for the massive game, wasn't he? Yeah. Well, if again, if he, he could be fully fixed, apparently he was touch and go for the Lincoln game. So hopefully, or maybe even Stewart could be mm. have more fitness now, but maybe looks a bit more of an impact play. He was, he was, he was funny against Lincoln. Well, he's, he's funny anyway. He's had his impact now. <laughs> his, his work's his done right. Been gone. Well, he could be one of those players who anything. has the... <laughs> Didn't I? <laughs> we, we've had the outstanding <laughs> debut, haven't we? We've had them in the past. That that could be it. That could be Rodapreaker too soon. Oh, exciting! Well, if he's the, the new Rodapreaker, fine by me. If he's better than Rodapreaker, he's. I, I hope we like go up and he's like leading the line next season. No, oh, yeah, well, and we win the championship on loan. Yes, thirty goal <laughs> season from the man. Hey, no one, <laughs> no one can defend against him. <laughs> no one would have thought thirty goal season for Charlie White this year. Exactly, exactly. Well, I'm, I'm putting it out there. Putting it into the ether. <laughs> He's not um, there yet, is he? White, not quite. Oh yeah, he could get a not bad quite. injury, I suppose. Charlie but, White know. never scored another uh, goal. By the way, that <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't a slight on White. I just think he is a forward who benefits from working in a front two. Clearly, he no, just he does. does. He does. Because That's a credit to O'Brien as well. Absolutely. Fair. And again, when Stewart came on against uh, Accrington, huge difference. White scored. Obviously, Stewart scored as well. But we looked infinitely better with the two forwards on. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'd like to see us. If it's Stewart, we've had 
the brilliant and the not so brilliant. If O'Brien isn't available, I'd still like to see, I'd like him to start because it makes White a better player, in my opinion, anyway. Yeah, and he does work hard enough as well. If you had Ledbetter and Winchester, Winchester and Scorn, even again, we, mm-hmm. you know, we've got options. Yeah, against Bristol Rovers, that should be be enough and it's been enough against better sides it was the midfield two against Portsmouth who you know I know we're in a bad run of form but the the quality's there in that side so yeah if if you had to go with that against these you'd be more than confident and we'll do our prediction for that in the second half of the pod for the Bristol Rovers game along with the predictions for the rest of the season as well so stay tuned Hi this is Kieran Brady and you're listening to the Wise Men Say Podcast Welcome back to the Wise Men Say podcast. Before we look ahead to our end of season predictions, we would like to remind you to go to fromtheterraces.co.uk and use the discount code WMS10. Matthew, how many days until we can drink Stella in the rain? Uh, 18, I think, now. Look at that. I didn't even ask you that before. and You just queued that up straight away. 18 days till we can have 18 pints in the rain. Yes. Harry Foster would be buzzing. Well, it's exciting because soon the long-range weather forecast will have the 12th of April on it and we'll be able there to see go. that lovely... Heavy, heavy showers and strong winds. <laughs> so you'll know whether you can just wear your From the Terraces jumper or whether you need to wear a From the Terraces jacket or maybe even a hat as well. Or maybe you're going to oh, yeah. have so many pints, you're not going to drink responsibly at all. You're just going to go From the Terraces t-shirt and who knows, maybe nothing else. Maybe nope. shorts as well. Go maybe From the Terraces shorts. Yeah, and you awesome. can't go to the Big Garden because they've blown away. <laughs> <laughs> just sat in the sea on a table. <laughs> um, but you can save 10% while you're in your from the terraces um fishing what's the fishing sort of garms called you know the big daft trousers that they wear when they're like wading in waders oh they're called oh they've got yeah, that would make yeah, sense yeah. then wouldn't it <laughs> yeah. well, well done me um yeah from the from the terraces design them as well <clears> and you can save 10 percent on your waders that haven't yet been made <laughs> by using the discount code wms10 so lads we have all predicted how we think the season is going to finish up. So we're going to, we're not going to go just like game by game, but we're going to do a sort of vague little run through and then go through our table as well. Um, so first of all, Bristol Rovers for, for the lads this weekend. Let's start at the beginning, a very good place to start. Are we all going for a win for that one? Win for me. Uh, yeah, I think I must have done. <laughs> uh, I've gone for a draw. For a draw, so you're sticking. Well, you have to stick by that. Tom, yeah. predictions are, are locked in now. So we go from that. Has anyone got but, Hull or Peterborough dropping any points this weekend? So mm. what I've done is is write down the ones where teams have got results that aren't a win, or if it's like a win okay. against one of the big teams. And I've got here Hull Gillingham to draw. Yeah, so I, I think Gilling. Yeah, I think they're a tricky, like you said, Rory. They're they're they love playing the sort of big teams and they're tricky. Um, and Hull aren't going to keep winning. I mean, they didn't. They didn't win last weekend. So, mm. you know, let's I've have got them winning. I've got them winning that game. Uh, I've got them beating uh, Gillingham, yeah. And mm. I've got Peterborough winning as well. Yeah, same. Peterborough winning as well for you. Uh, yeah, I've got Peterborough beating Akring. Yeah, that shouldn't be any bother for them. Um, next um, up for us on Good Friday, a bit of a tricky one at home to Oxford, but aside, we did beat away. Um, I've remained confident and gone for a win there. Yep, same. Same, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm taking us to win that one as well. 
Look at how confident we all are so far. Um, any more? I've got Hull to beat Crew, but I've gone for Peter Brett to draw again. They're playing Fleetwood, who I think I said on the pod last week, quite crap at the minute, but their form's actually like been quite good. It's sort of leveled out a little bit. So away to Fleetwood, I think Peter Brett might struggle there based on the current form. So I've got another draw for them. Yeah. I've actually... Oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, I've got them both drawing. Crew, uh, Hull to draw at Crew and... Um, Peterborough to draw Fleetwood um, yeah. just based on crew being quite good against us really yeah <laughs> yeah I've got them both dropping points but I've got Peterborough to lose at Fleetwood Ooh, and same. Hull to draw at crew like again going on because Hull play every uh, crew play every game at home and they were pretty pretty <laughs> decent <laughs> against us that as well lovely stuff lovely lovely to hear that mentioned I, I've, I've gone the same as you Tom so I, I fancy yeah Peterborough to lose drop quite a lot of points in this run in, and that's that's a defeat for me as well, based on the exact same logic. <laughs> exact same logic. So after that Easter Monday, of course, is the biggest one so far in this run for us. The lads traveling to Peterborough. I've got us winning that again. Like as predictably so, given that I've got Peterborough dropping points, I've got us winning. I've got us keeping up that that run of form and It'll probably be a tough game, looking at Peterborough's pitch as much as anything at the minute. But yeah, three points for me. I originally had us to draw this game and then beat Hull. But I think, but I've uh, changed my mind on that. I think we'll beat Peterborough and draw at Hull. So yeah, win for me there. Weird that we're playing them again on Easter Monday away. Mm. Oh yeah, we did, didn't we? When we when yeah. power scored. Oh yeah, that was Easter Monday. Yeah. Boiling up that day. I spent all of Easter Sunday convincing Matt to go. <laughs> I did, <laughs> and you did. But he did, didn't he? Did. Still well, get was... emails from them saying because I, bu- I had to buy my tickets from Peterborough's ticket office because that was like they were selling weirdly away tickets um, on oh, Easter right. Sunday from the Peterborough website. So I, I still get emails now telling me to buy the stream. Oh, yeah, a few of them from oh my um, god from championship clubs from like buying i follow like wolves aston villa i used to get for a while yeah, just yeah. get them like from mk dons just because i love them well <laughs> I've got us, by the way i've got us drawing that game just i've got us to draw it as well matt because peterborough are a good home side just another thing of peterborough do you remember that game where their mascot was like a section of road with a hat on oh no. yeah yeah yeah, no. yeah. It was like this, like it was like, like the A one, like a triangle motorway, <laughs> and wow. like wearing like a green hat. Yeah, just this wow. big suit. In aid of what? Brom's boiler. Just love motorways. Oh, the boiler. Yeah, that does rival Boiler Man to give him his full title. They should fight. Yeah, they should fight. Any other good mascots? That could Adrian Charles' worst role, that Boiler Man. <laughs> 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 you should write a column on it to go with his like weird Guardian <laughs> column headlines. If, if anyone's seen it, like, them yeah. floating around on Twitter, they're absolutely sensational. Um, well, the jump ahead, actually, to keep this, because, um, Tom, you mentioned that you've got us, you changed us to beat Peterborough and draw with Hull. Is that right? Yep. Um, and I went for the same. I went for us on on that basis to drop points and draw with Hull. Did everyone everyone else go for for us beating Hull just out of interest to, no, to keep I, on those two big games? No, I had us uh, drawing both. Yeah, drawing both, um, and drawing both for you as well. I've got a few draws for us. Contrary to what we said the other week, Rory, where I said we'd win all but two, I <laughs> thought that's that's optimistic me, and I still think we can do that. But let's try and temper it a bit for this exercise. So yeah, I had us drawn like four similar. games or something, I think, or five even. Um, 
I've got I had a defeat a thrown in, yes. There's a defeat to come yeah, from so have I. Ooh, No exciting. losses for me. Um, spoiler alert. Just, <laughs> just to wrap this. up the, the Easter Monday <laughs> games as well, Hull-Northampton, Hull win. Yeah. Hull win, yeah. Yeah, Hull yeah. win. Um, for our game against Charlton, this is the first time I've got us dropping points so far. Um, I've got us drawn against Charlton, just because Charlton are quite a funny side to predict at the minute. They're a bit win-draw, win-draw. Um, so, yeah, just a, a point for me. That could be a bit of an awkward one, I think. Win, win, win for, for me. me. Oh, Tom? Yeah. And I- win. I've got all, all three teams to win that weekend. So I um, went Plymouth to beat Hull. Because well, I've Plymouth, got Plymouth to draw. Oh, I've got, I've got, Hull, I've got Hull to win, and yeah, like you, mm. Tom, I've got um, Peter Britt to win. So all, so them two winning, but us drawing that weekend. Plymouth are in bad form, but when you look at their home form, it's it's better. So I just think Hull are going to lose the game at some point here. Let, that that seemed like one that might drop points in. Yeah, long way it goes well from Hull to Plymouth as well. Smiles exactly. <laughs> from going there two years ago. (laughs) (laughs) Tired legs for them, you know, getting down there. On the coach all the way. It's a long way. Well, they'll be walking it, won't they? Should get the train like I did. Shouldn't they fly from your favourite airport? Could fly from Yeah, they should actually. Oh, they could, yeah. To Exeter. Exeter. Or or Land's End. (laughs) 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 Any more more, uh, airports in the the area there, Matthew? Uh, New Quay, of course. Yeah, Yeah, New Quay's got an airport. Didn't even Um, miss a beat there. Such a professional (laughs) on his his shit airports. (laughs) (laughs) Um, After that week... Well, could they go back? Sorry, I just wondered, you know, obviously you can get the ferry from Hull to Rotterdam. (laughs) Could you get a boat, perhaps, to Plymouth? Because, of course, the Pilgrim's Badge is a... As a sailing yeah, ship. Oh, well, well that's get... surely what like Plymouth should do, really. They should take find a galley and then yeah. Oh yeah. They should great. take the Mary Rose everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> just round round the country. You could get the Leicester. Yeah. 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 Coventry East Middle. Could get the could get a Zebrugger from Hull. Um, just to give a just to give a serious answer, you could, could you <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, because to give a serious answer in this bit um, when we're talking about how to get from Hull to Plymouth, yeah, there's only serious um, answers in this. We uh, he could go to Zeebrugge, um, and then get to northern France. You'd have probably be easier to go by land, um, and then get by land, by land, probably, um, and then get a ferry. I believe I don't know if the hydrofoils are still running, um, but yeah, you could. <laughs> <laughs> what about the Channel Tunnel? No, it doesn't go Plymouth. It doesn't go Plymouth, does it? Either. Yeah, but you oh, Craig, don't be stupid. Come on, if you're going to come up with stupid answers, Craig, don't bother because, like, you know, I'm trying to help people. <laughs> yeah. How are Matt's done his research on airports here, Craig. How are um, Well, well after that, we've got Wigan. a much more comfortable <laughs> trip to Wigan. And Matt, Craig, I know that you're um, you have a soft spot for Wigan, so. Tough one for you to predict. Did you have to let your your heart rule your head here, or your head rule your heart? And did you go for the Sunderland win against the relegation strugglers? Yeah, I didn't I think did. twice. I just clicked uh, Sunderland win on that one. Too good but Matt, obviously, teach. Joe Royal could be going there. Well, this is already. it. This is it. Um, if he's he could end. Up, he could even be in charge, emergency charge of Wigan. <laughs> Dogs of um, War in the midfield, perhaps. Uh, he might want power back. War. He might want power. <laughs> he can't have him back. Um, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Could have Andy Morrison centre half for uh, just like he did at Man City in the late nineties. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say everyone was blanking a bit there. I think 
like Andy yeah, Morrison. That was, that, was, that, that, was that was more obscure niche. than the airport, Mass. Um, so did you go Sunderland, a Sunderland win here, Matt, against Wigan? Uh, unfortunately, yes, I did. <laughs> Tom? Uh, yeah, yeah, Sunderland win. Full house of Sunderland win. So that's obviously one of our games in hand as well. So that would... Ah. If, oh, I yeah, miss... I was wondering why. Uh, yeah, it's a mid, yeah, mid, mid-week. Five, I had a similar one that, when yeah. I was looking at um, on a similar theme. I like, why is no one else playing there? Yeah. When I was looking at the Easter Monday ones, and it was like, yeah. well, there's one game home. And then there's the second one, our game. It's like, where's... Wait. Oh, yes, we're, we're playing for <laughs> Like, that took us far longer than I cared to admit. Um, so <laughs> on to another round where all three are playing... Um, Tricky fixture for us. Um, away to Blackpool, Hull facing Fleetwood, Peter Bray facing Northampton. So we might have some different opinions on this Blackpool one, but given our away form, I've gone for a Sunderland win. Draw. Well, here's your defeat. Ooh, spicy. Oh. Yeah. Draw for me. Matt, you've gone for the most outrageous pick. Well, usually, well, yeah. I mean, obviously they're in good form. Um, they looked good last night by all accounts against Peterborough. And usually by this point in the season, Blackpool's pitch resembles their beach. So mm, I'm <laughs> slightly concerned that um, we might lose this one. Yeah, I didn't take the pitch into account, actually. That's a good shout. But but we're, we're, we're good away from home. So am I, am I the only one that predicted the win there, away to Blackpool? Yeah, you said, so. you said draw, Tom. Craig said draw. Draw for um, me. And then I've got both. I've got Hull beaten Fleetwood which could be a tricky yeah. one actually for to. them and then I've gone for Peterborough beat Northampton as well. yeah. terrible Same. again for us yeah Ter- yeah <laughs> awful but we, if we if we win that midweek one against Wigan maybe it won't look so bad um, and then another one where <laughs> Blackpool finished... Airport by the way no longer yes. in passenger operation oh really I've been to Blackpool yeah. Airport I can't remember mm, we won't be more. flying there then will we no, we won't be. Um, well, Manchester, and then just short, shortest drive. You would have thought. You would have. You, you would think. Yeah, against the Northern Rail service, <laughs> the, uh, the Calder Rail line. <laughs> well, they got the train. Uh, got the train to uh, London. To be fair, for the cup final, didn't they? So yeah, could be. Could be the Northern yeah. Rail service. Famously has three rail- railway stations. Blackpool. Good uh, yeah, it does. Blackpool North, Blackpool South, Blackpool Pleasure Beach. Pleasure Bam. Beach, yeah. Lovely stuff. Oh, could give one this see, this is what one. you come with a Thursday pod for. They could this give one to Fleetwood, really, couldn't they? <laughs> yeah, you absolutely. really should, actually. Stupid point. You can have they a... could give us one, can, to be honest. Fleetwood have basically got a halt. Yeah, that's true, Craig. We could give us one, yeah. actually. Um, well, maybe oh, that's We what... have the worst train station in England. Well, there's going to be yeah, that like um, for a city of our size. The yeah. investment on the entrance, isn't it? And maybe like mm-hmm. we're just going to give up. We should give all that to Fleetwood, maybe, shouldn't we? Or half of it so they can have Donate one it, yeah. As well, yeah. donate yeah. it. Yeah. Um, Wolverhampton, train, Wolverhampton train station is the worst train station in England for a city of its size. Do you well, think? It used to be worse Birmingham, than ours? used to be Birmingham New Street. That was the Oh, well, that's great now. But now they've done yeah. it up. Not yeah. well. Well, well, we've not done it up. But Wait. Anyway, <laughs> Peter versus Gillingham, Hull versus Sunderland is our next round of games. Um, and I've gone for a Peterborough defeat there. I've got Steve Evans doing us a little favour and I've got us drawing with Hull, as mentioned earlier. Um, we, we went through, obviously, the predictions for the for the Hull-Sunderland one a little bit earlier at the time with the, our game against Peterborough, but... Um, Peter versus Gillingham. Has anyone got them slipping up there? Uh, draw. No win for me. I must have had them to win as well. Um, and I've got us to draw with Hull. Must draw with Same. Hull. Also got us to draw with Hull. 
a myriad of draws. Loads of them. Like this weekend, as Matt, Matt will be saying on that <laughs> reaction for it, might as well not have happened if Craig's yeah. predictions come true. Wasting everybody's time. <laughs> one ones through through to yes. the champion to get us promoted. Yes, please. Um, after that, we face Accrington again. We have to face them just five minutes ago. Um, a win for me. Is that a full house of wins, lads? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Win. And trickier fixtures that day for Hull and Peterborough. Peterborough go to Charlton and Hull travel to Lincoln. And I think I tried to balance things out a little bit with Peterborough here because of them losing to Gillingham. I went for them to beat Charlton because I had some them dropping some points earlier on. So I thought maybe they'll, they've got to maybe pull one out of the bag somewhere. But I've got Hull drawn with Lincoln after seeing they can be, they are quite tricky. They are quite tough to beat. Does anyone else have slip ups for Hull and Peterborough? I've got them yeah. both to slip up, yeah. Um, I've got Peter drawing and Hull losing at Lincoln. I think they're both going to lose. Ooh. Same. I went oh. for two losses. Imagine the reaction like pod it. after that one. <laughs> oh, what a oh. treat. Absolutely. Fit- on the, running at the stadium, on the pitch. He could be in the pub. <laughs> could be in the pub. <laughs> oh, yes. Then. Oh, I'm excited now. Wild. It's not even real. <laughs> You'd have to do it like on a big <laughs> stick between each other, obviously. Yeah. Oh, well... Yeah. What about you, Craig? What did you go for? No, yeah, I went to say, I think um, this is why I think what will happen is is that other you know other teams are going to basically bottle it uh, uh, quite a bit in this one. And I don't think anyone's that good in this division. Um, and I think there'll be, there will be runs of dry spells for especially Peterborough. But Hull as well, I think Hull are due a bit of a, you know, it started this weekend gone and I think it's going to hamper them as they go through. They're going to be hamstrung with these sort of Results like that. I mean, I don't know anything about Charlton. They've played a couple more games, I think, than some of the teams around them, but they do seem to have gotten a little bit their act together. Um, they yeah, they, yeah played, they've played 37 games, actually. Yeah, but like the last five games, they've, they've literally gone draw, win, draw, win, draw. Like yeah, they're just such a upper mid table team, aren't yeah. they? They've got playoffs written all over them. Like if they can just maybe string it together wins. yeah exactly yeah. maybe hope for Donk Aston maybe to, to drop out um, and then after that we've got uh, again playing Blackpool uh, midweek game and on the same night Peterborough mm. host Doncaster I went for a Peterborough win just because I think Doncaster a bit yeah again yeah, so- uh, similar to Charlton tough to predict but we going off when we played Doncaster I think Peter Brill do the business but I've got all same drawing at home to Blackpool same, same. I've got yeah. two wins there so I've got a win for Peter Brand us to beat Blackpool at home to avenge the defeat yeah. <laughs> nice and I bet he's I like just bet he's just come in and uh, shown me a picture of Wolverhampton Railway Station's multi-million pound refurbishment <laughs> so oh ooh, get you <laughs> a, bit of, eh? a bit of West Midlands pride coming so specifically the West Midlands um, <laughs> again uh, I love that by the looks of things oh great I love me and my big mouth honest. Um, I think it's fair to say though those two games against Blackpool we've all apart from Matt we've gone for four points from those two fixtures Matt you've gone for three Mm -hmm. four points from that two for me or just two two from you oh sorry sorry. Um, but well me being the most optimistic there but yeah maybe a, a win and a defeat it's not 
the end of the world. It's, it's better than drawing two, <laughs> even yeah. though mm. it, it's losing one and it's losing my prediction of us going unbeaten. But yeah, maybe three points there would, wouldn't be too bad especially for the teams, as we predicted, are going to drop points. Um, on the penultimate day, Hull host Wigan. We travel to Plymouth to not-so-great sides, but Peterborough host Lincoln. So going off what we said, this could be the day where maybe things have just been tied up with those midweek games, or this could be the one. Um, I'm guessing we've both gone... Actually, no, Craig, have you gone for us to drop points against Plymouth? Going off what you yeah, said so I, in the pod? I think you have to have, like... I, this when you look at our record this season, we've only lost five games. We seem to have got over the habit of losing, and I don't think we will lose. But I thought you're going to have to throw some drop points in there because we're not that good, and there could be injuries. Mm. So I've just got, I took a draw here where Plymouth maybe some of their home form shows up. But I, you know, as we'll see, I still have us to go up anyway. So um, anyone else have us dropping points against Plymouth? This is the game we lose. Because, oh, you like us to lose it? Interesting. Yeah, um, I don't want us to lose it. I'm no, you like it. You love it. In fact, you're going to bet on it a thousand pounds. Yeah, Craig, that's what gambling terminology. Like, what do you yeah. like? Yeah, I love that. <laughs> I feel he sniffed it out. He sees value. Yeah. <laughs> as we said, good value actually. As we said about Hull, a very long journey down, and you know they've got to get. We've got to get the boat all the way around. Yeah. Even <laughs> longer for us. Well, we have. Someone's blocked the Suez Canal this morning. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck now. I'm just getting this board set yeah. for Sunderland just to get the through the three-point turn. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah I, got a, I got a feeling that, like, this maybe this is when the nerves kick in, where the typical Sunderland comes out. Um, because I've not had us losing at all up until this point, and I feel if Plymouth... Still in a chance of staying up, I think it could be uh, a big one. True, yeah, it could be big (laughs) for them. Um, but on that day, we've got, um, like I said, Hull and Pete Brett have got the tougher games that day compared to us. So, do we think they're going to drop points? Which might mean if we struggle against Plymouth, it doesn't matter because I've gone for Hull to draw with Charlton at the valley and I've got Lincoln to beat Peter Brett. Nah, Hull are playing Wigan, Rory, that week. Oh, sorry, yeah. I'm yeah, sorry, I'm crossing over into the um, yeah, yeah. yeah into the final day. Apologies, you won't be hearing from me again. Um, yes, yeah, sorry, I've got Hull <laughs> winning that that weekend, but I've got Peterborough losing that weekend. I've got them both winning. Yeah, me I've too. Got Hull winning, but I've got Peterborough drawing, and I've got us beating Plymouth. Us, yeah, us losing, and then them two winning, and then ultimate panic stations going yeah. in the last day. <laughs> but going so, off what you said, Tom, that like it's a shame. Like we can't; it's not really feasible to do with this and have what the league table would be going into it. Do you know what I mean? Because we could still well, be fairly well, comfortable given the games in hand. Well, I think on mine. Peterborough are done by this point. They must be judging by the number yeah, of points that they the, finish the would, on. There would be on mine as well. Yeah. Um, and I uh, think we would be as mine. good as up with that point that I've given us because of the total I've got us finishing on. We would, <laughs> I think, already have enough. Should I tell you what, what I've got? Okay. Going, going oh, wait, into then. the last day, okay. I have whole top with 84. Right. I have us second with 83 and Peterborough third. Well, either third or fourth with 82 going into the last day. Oh, well, that Tom, is quite what, spicy. But have you got us doing the business on the final day at home to Northampton? I have. I have. Yes. And Good just, lad. 
Yes, I've got the same. Have we all have we all got that for the final day? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Even I'm not going to say that we're going to lose at home to Northampton. <laughs> as hilarious as it would be. Um, and Peterborough against Doncaster. I've got Peterborough to win away there. I've got them to lose. <clears throat> same. I've lose. got them to win. Um, I got Hull to w- Hull to win though. Yeah, I've Hull got Hull. I've got Hull to get beat at Charlton, and I've got Ooh. Hull to draw as well. So but, but there's some contrast there on on the Peterborough and Hull results. Um, but we've got us to win. Um, so we'll move on to what we've got our final league table looking like as well. Um, I had to go with us unbeaten. As I said on last week's um, yeah, preview pod, same. we're going to go unbeaten. So I had to stick to that. So mine had us winning eight games and drawn three, which has us winning the league on 91 points. I've got Hull winning five and drawn four. So unbeaten for them as well. But that only has them on 88. So it's enough for them to go Back up at the first time of asking, but not enough for them to clinch the title. And they've gone up by three points as Peterborough finished third on 85 after they won five, drew one, but lost four. Well. Well, <laughs> I have uh, I have Hull winning five, losing two and drawing one and winning the league on 87. Then I have us in... Uh, Second, only losing one game, but um, drawing three, 86. Um, <laughs> on this calculation, Blackpool a third on 86. Mm. I've got Blackpool also, fourth. Also on, on 86, on... but we go up in goal difference. And then, Pe- <laughs> and then that Peterborough- is saucy. <laughs> and then Peterborough on 82 in fourth. Wow. So mine, Matt. we're top. Oh, sorry, I don't on. know. Oh, well, Matt, you go. No, it's fine. No, I'll go on, Craig. I- well, I had us on top on 87. I didn't have us losing, but I had us drawing five because that's the Sunderland way. Um, <laughs> all one ones. Yes. Oh, please. there will be. I, I'm going to put, I should bet on all of them to be one one. Um, Hull would get 84 points. I didn't mark down the records, but, you know, I think a couple of people have had them in that kind of ballpark. I think for me, the, the league, they're just not going to be anyone hitting 90 points because of the quality of the, the teams have just not been quite there. Then on mine, despite we haven't input the results of Blackpool, they're in third on 83 and then Peterborough slide down to fourth on 82. Yeah. I think on mine, I haven't got a note of this, but Peterborough, uh, Peterborough, Portsmouth was down in 12th. The Portsmouth finished 10th on mine. Yeah, we should, we should say for the benefit of the listeners, the one that we've used, we you can select oh, which teams you can predict. Yeah. yeah, which I think is just like a Grimsby Town like fan site, but it's got like loads of like predictors on it. It's like really yeah. like really good. Um, so shout out for them. Um, we so we just chose to predict Sunderland, Hull, and Peterborough, but then it uses current form and it says it chucks like in a, a wild card as well, throwing surprises as well. So it does give you what the rest of the league would finish. Um, and yeah, Portsmouth ended up tenth on mine, which is pretty much where they are now. I think. Serves them right. Yeah, exactly. So, Matt, what did you have for, for yours finishing up? Oh, the one you've been waiting for is... Um, <laughs> Carl Winchester, <I> top. <laughs> I, yeah, I just, um, we win the league um, with 90 points. I haven't written down how many we've won or drawn, but I've just told you all that. Um, so, 90 points. And then I think I've done it wrong because Peterborough's second. <laughs> so <laughs> Peterborough's second on 88. Um Ooh. Well, that's only three. Like I've got them on eighty-five points. That's only three more points Mm. than than I've given them. To be fair, and then Hull third on eighty-four, Blackpool fourth, Portsmouth fifth, 
Lincoln mm-hmm. making up the playoff places. And lovely to see Milton Keynes in eighth place. <laughs> Ipswich, like, as yeah. Ipswich languish in 15th. <laughs> what? Yeah. The, the finishing on the same points as Burton Albion. The weird That's random incredible. one on mine is Charlton somehow end up 16th, which I don't know how that's what? happened. Yeah, like uh, that's really bizarre. Um, and the playoffs for me are Peterborough, Blackpool, Lincoln, and Crew in sixth. <laughs> Crew yeah. finished 13th. Wow. Yeah, Crew um, home game 13. on their way up to the championship. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ipswich, Gillingham, uh, Oxford, Portsmouth making up the top 10. But what's interesting there is we've kind of cut on mine. Um, people are third on 85 points, so 86 points would be enough for you to go up. But that kind of 86, 87 seems to be what we've got the consensus of points total to break into that top two, doesn't it? Going off what we've said, is that right on, on other people's? Yeah, you, well, you'd win the league with 87 on mine. Same. And Matt, was yours 88 for runners-up? Uh, yeah, 90 to win the league, 88. And third place is 84. Six so were, Yeah, so 76. 85, 85 yeah, would, would get you in, in yeah. that as exactly, well. So, yeah. When, yeah. you know, looking at what we're on now, 64 points. So, you know, seven wins would get you to 85. Um, mm. And we've got 11 games to go. So when we look at that, when you look at it a bit, sort of, I don't use the word analytical because we've just like clicked on them. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like looking at how the results will pan out, I've been thinking now nah, we're going to need 90 points. 90 points is kind of your, nah. your target. But well, we're going to get season, 90 points. It's fine. Well, yeah. Well, I might. We're going to get, wow. we're going to go one better, Matthew. We're going to get 91, according to me. <laughs> but with this season, with that quality dipping a little bit, yeah, it does, it does bear out, doesn't it? Sort of 86, 87, that's going to be enough for you to get in that top two. It's a shame we can't get 100 points now. Because that would have fulfilled oh, the prophecy right. of our good friend Charlie Methvin. If only, if only. If only. And then we'd have all had to buy him a pint again, wouldn't yeah. we, Tom? <laughs> Served one. Yeah. Well, Legend. Get yourselves over to, to the fishy <laughs> as well and put in your predictions as well. See if you agree with us, disagree. Um, are we being too optimistic? Are we being too pessimistic? Let us know. Um, we're going to be Bristol Rovers, so that'll get us off to a good yeah. start. Well, well, yeah, <laughs> unless you're Tom unless you're Tom Walsh unless you're in Austria we're not going to be Bristol Rovers apparently um, but whatever the result oh, is Bristol Rovers and... get relegated on mine they finished 23rd oh yeah should look at the relegation places actually um, oh they yeah they go down just by a point on mine get in yes oh, Wigan. get them out Rochdale, yeah. Rochdale uh, Wigan Bristol Rovers Swindon and then AFC Wimbledon finishing their annual place of 20th <laughs> um, same for me except I had Northampton going down instead of Swindon uh, Bristol Rovers won the league on mine <laughs> wow I didn't have one on mine with Charlton finishing well, 16 good team, good team. I, anyway, I did it again. by the I way did... I finished 14th on mine I tell you if you do it without putting anything in and just let the fishy do it for you there was a the massive fishy. difference on mine at, well Sunderland actually finished top 87 points exactly as I've got but then Hull and Peterborough have got more points than I've given them on 86 each but it puts Wigan bottom with 39 where when I predicted them and bearing in mind there's a few Wigan results to pick they stayed up like quite comfortably so I think there's a lot of randomness yeah, uh, built into weird. this, which I quite like mm. about this oh, yeah. fishy well, thing. That is League One to be fair. It, it is, is so random, isn't it? <laughs> they <laughs> do good know. work at the fishy. 
<laughs> yeah, saying it's like to be fair, saying it is chaos and you can't predict it is a bit undermining the last half an hour of what we've talked about, but we'll go with it anyway. Um, yes, we'll be back, me and Matt, on Saturday to react to what is sure to be a win over Bristol Rovers. So stay tuned for that. Gareth and Stephen will be back on Monday to look in that one in a bit more detail. But as ever, thank you very much for listening. Oh.